0: Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like expressing yourself through painting, colorful and painful. (laughs) Today on the show, I'm going to talk about identity. Uh, It's something that I feel is very important to me and really every individual. Um, It's really more independence, so probably the uh, title of the show is going to be independence, or independence and identity, because they're kind of two different concepts. Uh, When you think about them in a Myers-Briggs perspective, uh, identity and independence are kind of two different perspectives. Identity is kind of about understanding more of your feelings and, <clears throat> and how you feel as a person, and independence is a little bit more about how you portray yourself to the world. There's not too much difference, but it's there's a little bit of nuance there. So I just want to talk about the general concept of independence, being an independent person, and how that works when we're trying to be individuals, but trying to fit into a community in some sense as well. So let's talk about that a little bit. Actually, you know what? Individualism. That's what we're gonna call it. And let's with that, let's hit the button. Drugs, please. <laughs> Okay, so today we're going to talk about individualism. You can refer to it as independence or identity, uh, whatever. But this idea that we are all individual people in some sense or another. So I want to talk about individualism and why it's important, but why it's also to consider the varying levels of individualism, especially when it comes to your relationship with people. Because many of us want to seek a community as a means to enhance our individualism, and some of us pull away from it, which is more of my style. I am not, I'm not big on community. It's not really my thing. Like it's ironic because I have a community on Facebook for the, a support group for dopamine, and I've got all these great listeners and people who appreciate who I am. But for the most part, like. You know, everyone I treated, everyone that I meet as an individual, and I hope and expect that they would treat me as an individual as well. I don't like to be lumped into groups, and I feel that while there are certainly commonalities between myself and other people and other people and other other people, there are so many things that overlap between us, but all of those individual pieces are what make us an individual, like, even when you think about a lot of the Myers-Briggs stuff that I talk about, there are eight cognitive functions. Each of us prioritize four of them and prioritize them in a different order. That's what makes us an individual personality. But there's going to be, you know, all sorts of different types of people in the world that have those same personality traits. traits. But the difference in individuality, is your maturity level, your upbringing, your education, and... Your personal limiting beliefs. If you have mental health issues, if you have a, a positive mindset in terms of like taking care of yourself, you know what your diet is like. There are so many individual things about your personality, and then you know it's it's things that you end up liking in your life as well. Like I love Dragon Ball. I love anime. I like video games. I like podcasts. I like all sorts of things, and and a lot of those things make me an individual. And I've been thinking about this more and more because. I, for a long time, have been trying to fit myself into the expectation of other people when it comes to marketing myself. That means trying to be too much of a people person when that is not my natural speed. You know, trying to connect with people, trying to relate to people, uh, instead of just talking about my own experiences. And if you've noticed, I feel, personally at least, that the quality of this show has gone up a little bit because I'm starting to talk a little bit more about my personal experiences and... Before, I was starting to break into this habit of, of just talking in generalities about a topic. And I certainly know things, and I certainly have plenty of information that I get uh, intrigued about and in- interested in. But being able to share some of my personal experiences al- allows me to individualize everything that I'm talking about. And people kind of almost accidentally connect with me that way. because <laughs> um, So I'm not basically trying too hard to connect with people. Because when I do try to connect with people, it does come off like desperate or I'm trying too hard. Because it's not my natural speed. I'm more of an information and logic-based person. So I'm literally 80% logic and personality. And that last 20% is people-focused. Like I can be... I can be people-focused when I'm out doing business things, or I'm out playing and and uh, experiencing things out into the world. And there's commonalities in that ground in that way. Meeting new people is pretty exciting sometimes, uh, so I don't shy away from that completely. But for the most part, I'm really good at research. I'm really good at taking concepts and reducing them into understandable terms, and being able to. Utilize that as my strength to both talk about stuff on this podcast, and when I'm marketing things. So when I'm marketing things, I consider the fact that myself as an individual is not a community-based person. I'm an individual, so I can speak to individualism. I can speak to the idea that 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 we're all trying to find our own way of being. And um, you know, one of the things that kind of sparked this last night is that we um, we watched the Rachel Divide last night, which is the Rachel Dalajar, I think that's her name. Dal- Dalajar? Dalajar? I think that's that's how you say her name. Um, I, before we watched it, I was not at all familiar with her. I don't really keep up with the news that much, other than like big stories. Um, but apparently she was someone who has um, identified as transracial, someone who is born white and um, self-identifies as an uh, African-American or black person. And... This idea of individualism kind of came up throughout the documentary. It's actually a really good documentary. If you go into it, you know, with an open mind and trying to understand her story, it really tells her story in a way that makes you sympathize with her, but also you can kind of see why some mistakes were made and how it, it's a complicated thing. But for her, she she did not. She was trying to embrace her individualism, but. She leaned too much into a community that was not naturally her own, and therefore was called out for it, and and was not honest about who she was. And that's a really good example of someone finding a way to to lean too much into something that they're not. And and that doesn't mean that she can't be a higher sense of herself, or something, or become something that she wants to become. But to deny aspects of your individualism, or to be dishonest about it is not helpful to your overall cause to you as a person whether you're a person that's trying to market or you're trying to connect with people in some sort of community type of fashion it's important to consider that you know maybe you do or do not naturally work with people in certain ways uh, you know and I, and I think about this a lot in the terms of in the Myers-Briggs terms because that's really helped me understand more of my personality and how I can lean into the strengths of my personality and how the other aspects of my personality which includes some people parts of it kind of naturally comes along so understanding my dominant process of introverted thinking which is very centered around individualism and independence uh, has allowed me to bring people along with me more people like me when i'm honest <laughs> you know when i am myself when i'm not trying desperately to fit in uh, because it just doesn't feel right to me and it doesn't come off that way it's it's kind of the same thing as like when you are trying desperately to make money and you're just putting everything out there a little bit too um, desperately. You're just like, guys, buy my stuff now. And you know, you're know, you not connecting with anyone in any kind of way. You're not giving them any kind of value. You're just saying, hey, if anyone needs this, buy this. And you're not doing anything extra for them. That's, that's kind of what that's like. And uh, it, it, it's you need to find a way to embrace aspects of your personality in order to to utilize that so you're not you're not just um, you're not just trying to be something you're not is is essentially what i'm saying and you can you can improve those weaknesses but ultimately by improving your strengths your weaknesses kind of come along with it you know it, it's it's all kind of tethered together as it were so if you are someone that is community focused let's take the opposite of me which is somebody who would thrive in a community, somebody who would prefer to be um, making sure that everyone's needs are met and and everyone's super happy. This would, and the Myers-Briggs scale, this is probably like an ENFJ or an ESFJ, someone who's just always looking out for each other and or, or trying to. Sometimes it can come off controlling, but basically trying to make sure that everyone is in a cohesive sort of uh, mode and getting along and working together as a community. Like, you know, Oprah Winfrey is a really good example of an ENFJ. She is someone that has, through people that she's worked with, she's seen people's talents and strengths and elevated their careers. You know, she gave Rachel Ray her career, basically. So that that's a really good example. And sometimes community helps someone to find their individualism. So that's, and that's kind of interesting, too, because it sounds like it's an oxymoron, right? For me, being an individual is literally thinking on my my own and thinking in ways that are different from the community. Whereas there are other people who are community focused and they really love people and they want to learn about people and they want to connect with people. So they need to lean into it. There are other types that are kind of in the middle, you know, there's INFJs for example, who are introverted, but they have like that desire to work with people. They need to set more boundaries to kind of protect their own energy and through that, they end up developing their own individualism, their own individual style. You kind of see what I'm getting at? is like that individualism is individual, <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily look one way or another. So, you know, my style of individualism is a little bit more of the lone wolf style, where I need to figure things out on my own, I need to do my own research, and occasionally I go out into the world and I talk to new people and meet new people and apply new information to my thinking, but for me to try to fit into a community or a team structure or anything like that, that's a disaster. I've never been good at having a job, (laughs) I've never been really good at like partnering with people, I wanted to have bands in my past and play music. and. That just doesn't even work for me either. It's really hard to communicate intuitively the creative process for me. So, uh, it, it's been much better for me to work more individually, to focus on in individualism in terms of my logic and my thinking uh, superpowers, and use that within this podcast and use that in some of my artwork that I'm starting to do. If you go to Rival My Design on Instagram, you can see some of the, the artwork I'm doing with Molly. We're doing a 100 day challenge. Um, and just the idea is that, that even though if you're, you know, knowing your personality type from the Myers-Briggs aspect or knowing that you're more of a people person or less of a people person, you know, don't give in to the pressure of having to be one way or another. If it feels natural to you to feel a little bit more focused on being, community focus, then lean into that and and let it be something that will help you create a personal identity. And so, so that's, I mean, that's, that's really the core of what I wanted to get at in this episode is that it's, if you go to 16personalities.com, take your personality assessment, And if you find out what type you are, likely if you were an FJ type, you're going to be a little bit more people-focused. If you're a TJ or TP type, you're going to be a little bit... um, Well, if you're a TJ type, you're going to be more systems-focused, which kind of is accidentally people-focused. And then if you're a FP or a TP type, you're going to end up being more individualistic. FP or FI... Yeah, FP types are going to be a little bit more focused on how you feel about the world. And TP types are going to be focused on how we think about the world. So, you know, uh, that could help you. And I also am offering individual training. So I I just came up with, I don't have a name for it yet, but basically I'm offering like two slots for a one month individual one-on-one discussion where we talk we have four one-hour sessions throughout the month, but then we kind of do daily check-ins and, and just have this consistent check-in to kind of individualize this for you. So if you have this individual need to learn more about what makes you a person, what makes you individual, how you can lean into community or steer away from it and still be an effective person in business and life and keep relationships going and things like that, uh, you know, it's 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 a good idea to talk to someone who knows this stuff which is basically what I'm what I'm saying. So um feel free to message me or hit me up at rival my design on all of my social channels and um, please check out the podcast course at cnote.thinkific.com. Uh when this is posted, I think this might be the last day it go it's it's going up uh, it's $99 until July 5th and then it is going back up to 9.99. So the podcast course is everything you need to know about podcasting from conception to execution, all the little details about working through your insecurities, naming your show, uh, finding guests, getting sponsors, finding, uh, figuring out your theme, your topics, your branding, your marketing, all of the little details, asking questions about your why, your mission, your goals, everything you need to know to keep, keep doing the podcast and, and, and loving every second of it. So uh, I think that's it. That's going to be the gist of it for today. Um, let me know what your version of individualism is. Are you more community focused and does that help you define who you are as a person or have you been pulling away from it? Are you more of an introvert or especially an introverted thinking type who is averse to people and you don't really know how to navigate the people space of life and still have healthy relationships and still be yourself and whatnot. So I would love to learn about how your uh, progressing and if this is something that has helped you in any kind of a way so again voice message here on anchor or if you can hit me up on all of my social channels at rival my design feel free to send me a message and i'm happy to chat so with that i'm gonna call this episode adieu so i will talk to you next time take, take care. Of that, la, 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 la. take care of yourselves and each other so i want to i want to supplement this episode with one final thought mm-hmm that I think, and I'm not really sure about this, and I would love to hear feedback on this, is that I think that individualism requires leaning into one or the other or living somewhere in between. Meaning, if you are trying to be someone who is an individual thinker, you're probably going to naturally pull away from people. So you can lean into one direction or the other, one extreme or the other, meaning the lone wolf individual side, or leaning into community, but you can't really have both. You can you can have a little bit of both, but you can't have the extremes of both. Uh, at least that's my perspective. I'm pretty sure that's not possible. <laughs> it doesn't feel possible. It doesn't feel like it's possible to be an extreme individual and fit into something it just doesn't seem right to me it seems like a trying to have your cake and eat it too kind of thing Um, and i I don't think it's completely impossible in certain individual aspects but if you're trying to lean into one particular community then that community is going to help define who you are and define your independence therefore it lies kind of in between so you're not always going to be able to be a completely independent person from like a uh, from a perspective of being someone that is just like so vastly unique that you can't fit in anywhere, but still being able to fit in somewhere. Does that make sense? It's a little crazy, <laughs> but um, let me know what you think of that, on that. I, I just wanted to mention that because I, I wanted to get a perspective and see if see how you feel or if that makes any sense or if you have examples of how that worked because I think that's what's happened in the Rachel divide that we watched. Is that she tried to be both as individual as possible, and then be the head of this community and lead it, you know, and not not necessarily blend in in a way that was helpful. She was trying to be at both extremes and not necessarily live healthy healthily in the middle of it all. So, um, just curious what you think about that. Again, hit me up with a voice message or on the social channels at Rival My Design, and um, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes. That'd be rad. So.